Hello. Thank you so much for listening to Gourmet Garbage. Before we get to the episode, I've got a huge favour to ask you. If you love what we're doing and you think we deserve it, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. It's super helpful for us and it's nice to know that you like what we're doing. Thanks so much for listening and here's Gourmet Garbage. I'm Josh. And I'm Ellie. And this week we're pairing the food Okroshka. With the show 90 Day Fiancé. Gourmet. Garbage. Fiance, I'm so excited. I feel like that was way too much. <laughs> wow. Mm. Oh, helium. Well, oh, it tastes so good. Oh, yeah. Well, it was uh, Josh's birthday. I got him helium balloons. And I oh. am so sweaty, and my mouth tastes like a metal factory. <laughs> As it should. Mm. So we're in the middle of a heat wave. Oh. <laughs> The best thing about doing a podcast in a residential dwelling is you have no air conditioning and have to close all doors and windows. I just dunked the dog in cold water and just let him let him run through the house just soaking wet. And I just stared at him like, this is all I want right now. All I want right now is to dip so myself much. in Greek yogurt. Oh, tzatziki. <laughs> Yum. Tzatziki body. Mm. Oh, I am so excited. This is a show that brought us together. <laughs> I think this is my favorite reality TV series. So it might I be beating out Below Deck. Just, well, I mean, Below Deck's my favorite so far that we've done on the podcast, but I've loved this for a, a while, and I keep going back and watching highlight clips on YouTube and just, it's, <laughs> sometimes this is what gets me through the workday. Yeah. Um, we So we started uh, quarantine FaceTime dating. Mm-hmm. And then once we'd had a few social distancy dates, we started doing Zoom calls while watching 90 Day Fiance. That's right. And it, it was honestly just the funnest dates yeah. that I've had of just us kind of drunk watching and just screeching with laughter and yelling at our screens and watching just the most damaged souls yeah. try and find love. To anyone who saw us through our windows, though, we were just drinking and yelling at our laptops. But Which is normal. <laughs> That's normal for me. But this was so much more than that. It's it's an incredible show. Yeah. Like, I think everything. I'm, I was late to the party. Me too. Um, I'd heard about it a whole bunch. And that kind of show... Any sort of dating reality show, I'm mm. hesitant to get on board with just because I really, I don't love seeing people getting destroyed like that yeah. on camera. Yeah. It, it's generally quite upsetting. But this one, it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth a little humiliation. Well, interestingly, I know we're not the only couple I know who love to watch this together. Actually, a lot of my friends and relationships yeah. just watch this together people that don't watch reality shows this is one they seem to get hooked on yeah it's so funny it's just, it's so well produced the casting is incredible the stories behind the it stories are ridiculous are so crazy yeah. of um of how these people kind of get together and i mean should we discuss the premise of the show now and yeah, kind yeah. of want to go through because we're not actually going to just be talking about 90 Day Fiancé for this no. specific episode. We are going to be talking about 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 days. Yeah. 
which I have to say is actually better than just 90 Day Fiancé. But essentially, this is a whole franchise based around one visa in the US. The K-1 Fiancé. Yeah, it's the K-1 Fiancé visa, isn't it? Yeah, the Fiancé visa. So the premise of 90 Day Fiancé to begin with. So there are these established couples Mm -hmm. who are ready for, you know, the person to move to the States and they have literally 90 days to plan a wedding, kind of decide whether or not if they want to get married and acclimatize to the US. Established couples where one of them lives overseas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 90 Day Fiancé is that whole process of them acclimatizing to the US, figuring out if they really do want to get married or not, and then planning this wedding and um, a lot of just horrified Filipino women trying to get used to these redneck Americans. A lot of culture shock. Yeah, a lot of culture shock. So that's, yeah, they're established couples in 90 Day Fiancé where, you know, they've met and fallen in love overseas. Maybe they've spent time traveling together. They, they know each other relatively well at this point, and it's more about the culture shock. But before the 90 days is like people who have been doing what we did for the first few weeks, but oh for God, much longer. God, don't say that. Don't say that. No. <laughs> people who have been Zoom dating for much longer and non-pandemic times as well. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> like they had the option to see each other. Yeah. Yeah. So it's having met each other online yeah. um, or on holiday, like they've been on vacation or traveling and met someone and then try and make the relationship work and then see if they want to go ahead with the fiancé visa. That's the before the 90 day. Before the 90 day is just better. It's yeah. less um, glossy. Yeah, It's a lot harsher. It's a lot more... I don't know how to describe it. It seems like a different show. It's really interesting. They've done like these two different styles. It's like yeah. the Lord of the Rings and then the <laughs> Hobbit. One's like a kind of a children, more children's style and one's grittier. That Before the 90 Days is the grittier one. Yeah. It's the one to watch. Oh, I yeah. mean, but both are great. I mean, Before the 90 Days is a whole lot of happy tears in arrival halls and sad tears in hotel bathrooms, basically. Yes. It's just <laughs> such a... You get the whole range of emotions. Yeah. But this is a f- uh, before the ninety days is a full roller coaster, yeah. And they're not in the U.S. on the most part. No, so I, I think one of my favorite things about before the ninety days is uh, you get to see the culture shock on the part of the American partner, which is always so much more fun. Like yeah. you don't want to see some poor young Russian woman struggling to deal with being at a Red Lobster, you know. <laughs> like it is so much funnier watching like you know a rotund american try and negotiate his way around the philippines in you know 40 (laughs) plus degree heat like that's real entertainment yeah so you are on a lot of these people's sides and you get invested in a way that i really didn't expect i've cried quite a few times watching this um like real tears and emotions of like what these people are going through yeah like they really just want to find love and they really just want to be able to embrace their new partner's country uh, and they just want to be happy. And it's so, so fucking hard watching people, you know, struggle through the American visa system. Yeah. It's, it's, (laughs) yeah. I I say this is someone struggling through a visa system myself right now. Yeah. It's, it's horrific trying to do that. And when you tie up all these emotions with that as well, Plus the culture shock. It's a it's a tinderbox yeah. of emotion. It's 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 tough. Yeah, it is. I mean, I never thought I'd be in that kind of a situation myself. I, I never imagined that I'd be dating someone that's not you know that's not from the UK or from the US because that's where I've got my links. Sorry, 
no, like, <laughs> well, I'm so happy I am. But like, I just had no idea the, you know, what you have hanging over your shoulder all the time. It's, um, and it's very kind of privileged of me to just be like, you know, so comfortable in my position. And you, you have to be consistently thinking about if I do this with my career, if I do this with my life, this could change, this could throw me out, this could do, you know, yeah. it's, um, it's hard. And then watching people at the beginnings of the process, it's really interesting. Um, I should say a lot of the people on this show, well, I don't know, maybe not a lot, but perhaps Many there's them. an 80, oh, you know where I'm going, yeah. <laughs> about 80 to 20%, 80 to 20 ratio the 20% are very clearly young girls that are abusing the system and just trying yeah. to get in. Or and, yeah, and guys as well. Yeah. Sorry, that was a lot of me to say. <laughs> guys too. But um, you can tell it's just for them to get the visa. So apart from it being, you know, it can be a very heartwarming show. It can also be incredibly frustrating watching girls take advantage of kind of mentally vulnerable older rich men yeah. and vice versa it's infuriating in that way and funny in a kind of a cruel way that you're like you do feel how cruel. do you not know what is happening well I, on a deep level i think they often do but do you think so yeah but but you you know when 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 you've got hope for something you really want you ignore the red flags yeah and they're ignoring a lot of massive fucking yeah red flags that are on fire yeah absolutely love is blind <laughs> hint for a later show yeah um but yeah there's just so much to discuss but yeah like i said we are choosing to properly after we've had our cooking yeah discuss before the 90 days yeah because we got really really invested in the most latest season oh yeah which Everyone is seeing memes about, everyone's yep. kind of talking about right now. So we're just going to basically have a full dive into that season and oh, the yeah. couples. It was a real lockdown winner that season. I think everyone got into it. Absolutely. I mean, I I personally thought Tiger King was overrated. So 90 Day Fiance <laughs> was my Tiger King. Nice. Yeah. And I didn't know what you were cooking <laughs> well. until you pronounced that. Say it again. Okroshka. Yeah, that was fun. Um, well, I have. Okay, question. Are you very warm right now? I'm dying. Would you like a cooling summer meal? Yes. Then okroshka. Okroshka. Okay. <laughs> so, this is a Russian summer soup. It's paired because quite often these people are traveling to Russia to meet what they think is the love of their life. And sometimes it is the love of their life. And. Sometimes, Sometimes it's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so Russia and, uh, yeah, Russia features quite prominently in many seasons of 90 Day Fiancé. So that, and, and before the 90 Days, so ties in that way. And it's also, um, it is just way too hot and I cannot be eating anything that is above about 15 degrees Celsius tonight. So It's like New York City heat in it's, London. It's like that heat where you step out onto the street and that hot, wet air just fucking ruins your yeah. hair and makeup and outfit. I mean... The air has juicy bits. The ju <laughs> <laughs> It's... it's it like it's, Well, the humidity does remind me of back home in New Zealand in summer, except our houses ventilate. Yeah. That's, sorry, like, there is no way that these old-timey 
Victorians no. had any inkling of global warming when they built this fucking house. That, or they fucking loved making pizza without using any energy <laughs> because these houses are kilns right now. Yeah, it's beyond um, sweaty. So a cold Russian meal. Yeah, it's potatoey. it's creamy, it's not too fatty, it's not very heavy, so you should feel quite refreshed by it rather than, you know... we're starting our diet, we started our diet officially today. <laughs> what a day. That um, helium is the most I've ingested today. Uh, we need to Google calories and helium after this. So I can that. put it in my fitness pal. <laughs> um, but uh, but we'll serve it with some with some nice thick bread, so you got a bit of, a bit of substance to it. But this this should be this should be quite a nice okroshka. Say it again slower. Okroshka. <laughs> should I say it with helium? No, oh my God, yes. <laughs> okroshka. <laughs> wow. I just Holy got shit! I just got shells. That is some potent helium you got in those. Oh my god. I sound like a children's character. I hated it. Where is the thing? Alright, let's go down to the kitchen. Okay. This week we're just putting the highlights of the cooking here on the podcast, but if you want to see the whole process of making okroshka, check out our Instagram, at Gourmet Garbage Podcast. So first step, we've got a very large pot of water there. I've pre-boiled it, let's get it boiling again. And I've got a medium pot of water, also pre-boiled. Let's get that boiling again. Once that's boiling, we need to add a tablespoon of our vinegar, and then our diced potatoes go in there. Oh my god, just put them all in. Fucking quiet in the cheap seats. We'll put the lid on those and leave them to boil for 10 minutes. I think the front of my knees are sweating, and that's never happened. <laughs> then in our medium pot, which is also boiling, we're going to place our three eggs gently. Now you've got time for a glass of wine because you leave those two for 10 minutes. And we are drinking basic bitches. We're back on the Chardonnay. Is this embarrassing? I feel like Chardonnay has a kind of a stigma of an elderly, rich, Woman from New England. Is this an issue? The diva diesel. <laughs> this is 2019 South Australian Chardonnay. I can't actually see the name for it anywhere. What's the, what's the wine maker? There's a note on the back that says place lot rain on the hot side. Rain is Oh, I see, I see it. Produced by the unfiltered dog. I'm glad to see. Oh, yes. One. It's a smutty book. It's a smutty book. Josh and I watched The Music Man last night because I'm American and my mum brought me up on these cheesy musicals and I made him watch it with me. And uh, if you haven't seen the 1960s The Music Man with Robert Preston, another thing we're going to watch is Cats. We're going to have a whole lot of tequila between us and we're going to sit down and watch Cats. Yeah. Because it needs to be... Uh, you haven't... I've seen it. I haven't. I wanted to see it, but by the time I was brave enough to go to the cinema, it had already left. <laughs> it's so bad. I loved it. I loved it. Whoever... Um, Idris Elba. Ah, uh, yeah. Whoever his agent is, he needs to fire his fucking agent. He is in the worst stuff, and he is such a good actor. So our potatoes and eggs have been boiling for 10 minutes, so we can take those off the heat. 
We're gonna get a couple of large bowls, get our colander, drain these well-boiled potatoes. Dump them in your cold water bath, just to cool them down, because this is a cold soup. Yeah, we're not doing no more burgundy, y'all. <laughs> or August burgundy. <laughs> more cold water, this is for the eggs. So take out the eggs very carefully and cool them down too. Hope you got lots of large bowls, because we need another one. And into that we're going to put our diced cucumber and ham, and the spring onion, and three tablespoons of dill. It should be fresh dill. Oh, it still smells fantastic. Ooh, ooh, mm. ooh, yeah. And then we need to get our eggs out of our cold water bath and peel them and dice them. If I could buy pre-boiled peeled eggs, I would. I'm sure there's somewhere you can buy pre-peeled, pre-boiled, and each egg is individually in different things of saran wrap just to really fuck over the turtles. Well, I guess they do in, um, Japan, you can buy like snack eggs, vacuum packed, pre-boiled. In the vending machines. Yeah. Next to the used panties. And in the States, you can get liquid egg white in a milk carton. Yeah. I worked with a guy that um, had liquid egg white in a carton. He would have egg white and tuna every morning for breakfast. And he'd eat this at the desk next to me. That's disgusting. He was so good at his job. <laughs> that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> I hated him. Oh god. And then he had a whole like rotisserie chicken of like white chicken every lunchtime. He was just what, a whole guys. chicken. He was just like protein powder, egg whites. I was like, how jacked up do you need to be? You're a visual effects artist, you're a computer nerd. Why do you have to look like John fucking Cena? Look, the keyboard can be difficult sometimes. <laughs> Smash that keyboard. Yeah, to the breath. Oh, wait, what's that? What is that? Oh, that's a bit of um. Thingy. What? What is that? There's something in the egg. What is that? That's not what I thought it was. Let's Google. Oh my god. Wait, pass it to me. There's something in the... Green thing. In the egg. I just dropped it. What egg. is that? <laughs> no, I think maybe it was just on the board. Do you think? I probably actually. I've dropped a lot of things on this okay, board. Okay, sorry. Otherwise, it's a bit of yolk that's combined with sulfur to make it a bit green, which is still, still so fine. Um, <laughs> I think it was a bit of spring onion. All right, trying to find the balance of if this podcast needs to be more more offensive more <laughs> to all of our listeners. Gourmet garbage no. isn't real enough. Is think, it real enough for you guys? How do we get more listeners? I think we just need to offend them more. Yeah, just start with really offensive comments. <laughs> just to real everyone. If there's anything I learned at broadcasting school, it was always offend your audience. <laughs> Um, now get the last large bowl you have in your neighbourhood, um, and into that we need eight cups of cold water. <laughs> Fuck. Thank you, executive producer. I'll just let him out real quick. This soup might be awful. <laughs> and into that goes our third of a cup of sour cream, water, sour cream, two and a half tablespoons of vinegar, and about two and a half teaspoons of salt, so just have a good crack. And now, whisk. I really had my doubts about this recipe. 
bread this was fucking awful. Look at that, that's just watery cream. I, this might be a gourmet garbage first that the meal is no good. I've never been more worried about a meal I've cooked in my life. I'm... Well, I think today's the day I realised that maybe I'm not a fan of Russian cuisine. Who is? <laughs> Sorry, but like, what even is Russian cuisine? Oh god, that does not look good, babe. It might be delicious. I'm sorry, I'm not being encouraging. No, I'm, I'm not encouraged remotely. This looks horrific. Oh my god. Guys, I don't even know what to say. I'm trying to be supportive, but it looks like, it looks like pond scum. <laughs> Soup's up. <laughs> Alright, should we end this, the podcast? Forever. <laughs> I'm sitting in the garden, having just made that soup. Owl's not here. Um, I just wanted to record this as a warning to my future self and all listeners. Do not make that recipe. It's genuinely the worst thing I've ever made. I'd like to start this with a formal apology. <laughs> that is genuinely the worst thing, not just food, but thing I've ever been responsible for. That wasn't soup. That was ingredients floating in dirty water. That was a crime against humanity. That was not... Oh. Honestly, oh. No, that, that is the most I've ever laughed at a soup. Yeah, it's the most I've ever cried at a soup. Yeah. Oh. oh my god. Okay, well, we got Deliveroo. Yeah. We got Malaysian laksa. Delicious. From Banana Tree. Yum. Moderately recommend. I would recommend <laughs> it over making okroshka. What a waste of ham and potatoes. I know, and dill. And dill, so much dill. What a waste of dill. Oh. Well, it might have just been a sketchy recipe. Or at least I thought that, but I started looking up frantically and all the recipes for this seemed to be exactly the same. But... When a base for a soup is just water and a little bit of sour cream. That's it. it wasn't just like a bit of water and a bit of sour cream. It was eight cups of water and fuck all sour cream. Yeah, with like vinegar and then just the stuff floating in it. Like nothing yeah. about it was soup. And I did expect it was supposed to be a refreshing soup. But I would have thought, a, maybe I'm mistaken, but I would have thought a Russian soup would be a little a little thicker. A little, <laughs> little creamy. Had a bit oh more, a bit more chunk to it. Yeah. Uh. No, I, I, I mean, I looked at it. We, we, we all tried a little bit of it. My parents too. <laughs> my dad. Um, well, your mum ran away. From my mum just left the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just walked out. Um, look, it happens. For this episode, the gourmet and the garbage is flipped. Yes. The show is the gourmet, and the food, and the food was utter fucking garbage. garbage. <laughs> Isn't I'm having some wine. I'm decompressing. I'll I know, get there. Yeah, I've oh. never said you were so funny. You just went and sat in the garden with your head in your hands. It was so I... so funny. I'm sorry. I was. I, I felt for you, but 
it has to. You had to have made something bad. I mean, I've never made anything that bad. Really? Genuinely, that's the worst thing I've ever made. I've made some. That's good though. That that's the worst thing you've made because it was bad, but it wasn't like eye-wateringly bad. I thought it was (laughs) eye-wateringly bad. Just looking at it in that bowl. Uh, Yeah, we're gonna post a picture of it. So we've obviously I've recorded him. Yeah. I filmed Josh making the soup. So we'll keep the steps in just for fun. But I took a photo of the finished result, and it literally looks like an airplane toilet. Yeah. Look, if you've got flush is broken. (laughs) If you've got someone you'd like to spite, the recipe will be at gourmetgarbagethepodcast.com. Yeah. And you know what? It might be that our tastes are wrong. It might be... No, it's the (laughs) recipe that's wrong. I don't want to (laughs) just shame Russia in one fell swoop. This This could be a really delicious dish for someone listening. If you like kind of dishwater vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it was so bad. Just don't make it, guys. No. Look, if you make something like this, you've got to just... Rinse your mouth out with soap. And order in Yeah. Shake Shack. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. <sighs> Don't do this to yourself. All right. So into 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Mm-hmm. So as we said, we watched the whole of season four together. Sometimes we watched them in different homes and yeah. we'd anger text each other, which was really entertaining. Yeah. But yeah, this is the first. So we watched bits of normal 90 Day Fiance. This was the first season of before the 90 days because we needed to know what all the fuss was about. Yeah. And this was, like I said, this was massive over lockdown. So yeah. we wanted to jump on board that wagon. Yeah. So there was eight couples yeah. um, who kind of were gradually introduced. Uh, some of them brought some serious internet fame. Like, I mean, yeah. some, some of them created some insane memes. Yeah. So should we just go through the list? I think so. Okay. Well, I want to start with Baby Girl Lisa and Usman. <laughs> Usman and I have been talking for two years. He is 30 years old. He is from Nigeria and he's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> it was exciting because I've never spoke to anyone that was so young. I'm 52, he's 30. So it was like, what am I doing? You know? Oh, this, so this mm. woman is a Karen, mm-hmm. I guess, is how the kids describe she's it. A, she's a Southern Karen. <laughs> she's the most appalling woman I think I've ever seen on reality TV. Mm-hmm. She's this older, in her 50s woman with just Eileen Warner style hair, you know, <laughs> just glasses, roots showing, like super disrespectful to her fiance's mm-hmm. um, culture, mm-hmm. really entitled and so rude, like yeah. just so rude. How would you, I mean, how would you describe Lisa? The kind of person I don't want coming into my sandwich shop. Like. What? <laughs> I'm I just. I don't, in, I don't want her in my sandwich shop either. I mean, I've never worked in a sandwich shop, but I can just imagine if I did work in a sandwich shop and I saw her coming through the door, I would immediately want to close my sandwich shop. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I would describe her as if I was a cashier. She would just mm. be like a cashier's nightmare. She's like yeah. the woman in the queue. Oh, she comes complains. in with all the expired coupons. <laughs> She just makes this person on minimum wage feel like absolute trash. Yeah. That's that's Lisa. 
yeah. and she's engaged at this point. Yes. To um, Usman. Usman, who's from Nigeria. He's, as she described, a local talent because yeah. he should feel lucky to be marrying her. He's yeah. like in his, what, 20s or something? He's in his 20s. He's like this gorgeous, like young, sweet Nigerian guy who is just clearly trying to get to the US. Yeah. But we're on his side because, holy shit, she treats him like Although, awful. Yeah. But at the same time, I. <laughs> There's a few things that make me question his talent as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's I mean, not talent. <laughs> he calls himself Soldier Boy, not Soldier Boy, because you take the L out and it's not a breach of trademark. Um, and he has a song for her that he wrote for her oof, called yeah. I Love You. Hello, baby girl, Lisa. You know, anytime I talk to you on phone, I always told you that I love you. So I decided to do this for you and for the sake of our love. Baby, I love you. Listen to this, please. Yeah, it I was, go there for you. Oh, that, that has genuinely been stuck in my head for months. We kept singing it to each other. <laughs> That's how we got together. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's... it's Baby girl Josh. <laughs> Baby girl Ellie. And she starts doing his voice as well. She goes she goes like Baby Love. Yeah. She calls him Baby Love. How are you doing, Baby Love? Baby Love. It's just awful. It's cringy. Yeah. She's disrespectful to his brothers as well. Like she's disrespectful to the elders when they try and... Yeah, you know, say, listen, you can't, you know, talk to him this way. Mm. That's not our culture, and she just completely flies off into yeah. full Karen rages. It's it's just so obvious that she's keen on a young hot man, and he wants a green card to try his hand in Hollywood. Yeah, that's that's them. Yeah, it's um infuriating to watch. Okay, the second couple I think we should talk about is David and Lana. Oh, God, this this made me so sad and angry. But Sangry. shocking twist. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. I Ooh. mean, so if you haven't seen it, I think this was the biggest shock of the entire yeah. season. I couldn't sleep that night. <laughs> no, seriously, I struggled to go to sleep. I was My heart was racing. I was not expecting that. So David is this slightly wealthy man in his mm-hmm. late 50s, I guess. Yeah. Very dyed hair. <laughs> Lives in Vegas in a condo. Yeah. Owns a unicycle. <laughs> he does? Yeah. I remember that. He has been online dating a girl called Lana, who is like, what, 40 years his junior? Yeah. She's maybe in her more. 20s. Isn't She's she? a, yeah, yeah, maths. Um, <laughs> She is so obviously set up to not be real. Yeah. Um, he's using a very specific website yeah. that you have to pay for. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's important to talk about the website he used because it's not Tinder or Hinge or any of the apps. It's like a find your Ukrainian bride website where you have to pay, I assume, a few dollars per message and the messages disappear at the end of every session. Yeah, there's no like recording it or no. reviewing it. It's so sketch. It's like the last place you yeah. would expect anything legit to it's like meet an, someone. It's like an online version of those old premium rate chat lines. Yeah. And the real thing here is that he has been to the Ukraine to try and meet up with her several times. Yeah. Every time she has cancelled. Yeah. He has flown to the Ukraine yeah. and she has either just not shown up yeah. or said like, oh, my, you know, she, I mean, she she said like I was sick or something. Yeah. I mean, I think there's been one or two valid excuses, but I don't know. And at this point, he spent $100,000 on her. On the website? Uh, over seven. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that includes his flights to the Ukraine or not, but in total over the seven years he's been talking to her. Yeah. He spent a hundred grand. And all we think at this point is... 
She's, she's not, not real. real. Okay, I see she's online. Good. I'm inviting her to chat. Hi, honey. I think I talked to Lana probably four hours a day. Sometimes it feels great just to get out in the open air and have my chats outside. It feels like she's more a part of my life when uh, when I get to talk to her in different places. There, there she goes. This this one was just you just assume it was just cut and dry. Like yeah, yeah he's being scammed. Yeah, but do you want to explain the twist? <sighs> well. So we see him go to the Ukraine, try and meet up with her. Uh, twice during twice, the show. Yeah. Yeah. Goes, he drives to this, this end of the country that's part of the civil war, where people say, don't go, gets a flat tire, tries to find her apartment, can't find her. So we're like- She gave a fake address, yeah. obviously. So we're like, dude, you're wasting your time. You're not going to find her. Gets back to Kiev, agrees to meet her in the square. She fucking turns up. She is real. She, Lana was, yeah, we were- what? Completely beside ourselves. What? I had no idea. I mean, I was so good with avoiding spoilers and stuff. Yeah. I had no idea. No. no. She's real. She shows up. She's beautiful. I mean, holy crap. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Why? Why? Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, my God. Oh. Wow. Mm. I can't believe you're here. I can't believe I'm with you right now. They basically end up having a very uncomfortable proposal. She's Oof, yeah, yeah. So at she's, the airport. Yeah, I yeah, the airport. Um, she's like very obviously in it for the money. Yeah, she's been very careful. Really strange. Really strange. Yeah. Like it, I don't understand why she showed up. Really, I think she had to just get it over with. Yeah. Uh, apparently they're not engaged anymore. Shocker. But yeah, that was the biggest twist I've ever seen in Un a reality show. <laughs> Unproven cynical fan theory. The producers got in touch with her, offered her a grand to show up. Do you think so? It's a possibility. Wait, is that an actual... No, I just came up with that. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> Maybe. Because yeah. it was an incredible twist. Yeah. Okay, so that's David and Lana. Yeah. Next, I want to go into Darcy and Tom. Oh. So Darcy's a fan favorite. Yeah. She and her twin sister are these like <laughs> these girls that are they're very pretty, um, kind of from Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, you know, thirties, forties women. They've had so much plastic surgery that they yeah. can't. They have the same expression on their faces. Permanently. <laughs> they're always slightly pouted, confused expressions. It's very yeah. funny. But we love Darcy because yeah. so she's been on it since the beginning of um, Before the 90 Days. She's attempted to be in two relationships on the show, I yeah. think. Yeah, there First was one the didn't work guy out. in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, that didn't work out. And that was in a previous season, so we only saw glimpses of that. Yeah, now we're seeing the fallout from the end of her relationship with this stuck-up British guy who is awful to her. Yeah. Um, so the main thing really to talk about this was that terrible breakup conversation because that's really all that we see in this season is yeah. just the tail end of a failed relationship. Yeah. So they meet in a kind of sterile <laughs> New York rest rooftop restaurant. Yeah. Um, he is so cruel to her like yeah. she's being she's being empowered she knows what she wants to say she's just like no i don't want to be friends with you i think we need to just call it quits and he just is awful to her yeah he's like you know you could have had me and like you know i 
like what does he actually say he's just yeah yeah it's the classic projecting back onto her yeah you know he he says some pretty vile things the kicker was when she's she does a really classy move where she offers to pay she's like i'm gonna pay for your coffee and get out of here which i think is that's all class i love that and then while she's rummaging for her wallet he's like wow you put on weight can i have the check please i'll pay for his coffee i'm happy to move on i got bigger and better coming put weight on what was that Move on with your life. I don't want anything yeah. to do with you. Forget I don't this want ever anything happened. to do with you. Thank you. You are nothing to me right now. I'm glad. Yeah, okay. And try not to ruin the next one. Wonderful. Enjoy your life. I will now you're not in it. Good. Same here. Good riddance. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. I, cool. Um, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that is just the most basic. Yeah. I'm not going to have you, so I'm going to bring you down with me. Yeah. Just awful behavior. The vibes I was getting from him was he's trying to play a sort of a Hugh Grant character for the Americans, except a massive, massive cut. Yeah. Yeah. He was just completely cruel, completely gross. I think he ends up after just massively insulting her, showing up at her place in Connecticut, and she ends up slamming the door in his face. As she order. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was literally only just a little glimpse in this season. So I'd recommend going to the beginning of, you know, before the 90 days from season one and seeing the whole of Darcy's journey. (laughs) Absolutely. um, With her lips. Uh, But yeah, holy crap. So that was Darcy and Tom. Um, my favorite couple was the first same-sex couple on the show, mm. Stephanie and Erica. My favorite in the sense of I cared about the situation the yeah, most. Yeah, yeah, this one was, this one twisted and turned a bit as well. Stephanie has a lot of issues. Yeah. Firstly, she has uh, autoimmune disorder, yeah. which is like a COVID nightmare. So she's got like a pharmacy and a backpack everywhere she goes. Yeah, so I think there's just a lot of anxiety there but there's a lot more issues but we'll get to that so she's flying out from yonkers new york yeah to meet her girlfriend erica in where was it Australia? well they met in adelaide but erica lives in port augusta which is like back of nowhere south australia right yeah yeah so it's weird this one so we they meet up it's actually just adorable they seem so happy erica's like super colorful she's got this fucking cool hairstyle where it's like half pink half purple or it looks something looks like a nerd's box but yeah, it's really she cool does. i like erica she's cool and stephanie and they, they seem they seem good at first yeah but it's weird you flip on which one you think is the problem person because yeah. at the beginning we were like erica's pushing her a bit because stephanie wasn't ready to have sex yeah she'd been celibate for a while yeah and they spent a couple of days at a hotel in adelaide and and, and like i i do i i do get it i can imagine not yeah. wanting to be intimate after a long flight and totally. you just want to find your footing and also if this is your first same-sex relationship yeah. it's a lot of trust building yeah so we thought, oh, maybe Erica's being a little bit pushy. Yeah. But no, Erica turns out to be the one that is fucking emotionally battered by Stephanie. Yeah. I mean... Remember the awkward car ride to Port Augusta? Six yeah. hours, and they barely talked. Yeah. It, it was rough. She, uh, Stephanie was, like, really, like, mistrusting of her friend, of, of Erica's Australian yeah. friends. Yeah. Like, who have you slept with here? And, like, just, like, really unnecessary jealous behavior yeah. for someone that you're meeting for the first time in person. Like, yeah. I'll never understand that kind of jealousy. Essentially going into Erica's life and cutting her down at yeah. every point she can. Yeah, and, and like, you know, obviously physically rejecting her on top of yeah. that. 
like, I mean, there was this, like, one weird thing that Erica took her to this, like, boob, um, what was it, that boob molding oh, thing? Oh, yeah, it's going to be a fun couples thing. Yeah, like, she... Plaster she, of Paris, your tits. Yeah, she did, like, a Blaster of Paris kind of, like, workshop, like, ooh, we're so quirky, we're going to do this together yeah. as a couple, and Stephanie was super uncomfortable. So that's back when we were thinking, ooh, Erica's too much, but yeah. now I feel so bad for Erica. Stephanie yeah. treated her like crap. Yeah. You know, she had her hopes up for this girl coming to visit her, and then she goes through her friends, completely humiliates her saying who have you slept with yeah like that weird jealousy thing of yeah. like you know when a, you're going to be dating someone new obviously they know Everyone's you've a had history. a life before yeah. and then just like this weird irrational like i don't want you to hang out with this person anymore because they saw you naked she's like shut yeah. up yeah everything's always the problem with me i'm the one with the problems Everything. And as soon as I have a problem, you just do this. I didn't even know about the problem. Because I knew you would react like this, Stephanie. It's not a big deal. It's an ex. But I'm telling you that the reason that I am it's, the way that I am is not because a big of that. deal. There's supposed to be honesty between us. I thought that's what we were doing, is being honest. What about the honesty where, like, you didn't tell me about half of the issues that you had? This is not just an issue. This is an entire 10-year relationship that you have completely hidden from me and that you have not even told me about. You, you make me feel like I can't be around my friends, Stephanie. Yes, because this whole entire situation has been so... You knew about that before you even came here. No, I didn't. And then she got way too angry as well, smashed a couple of plates. Yeah. That was, that, it was, the, yeah, it was too much. So that didn't end well. No. Also, while they were there, Erica came out to her parents. Yeah. Um, Stephanie, I mean, understandably, coming out's a huge deal, but Stephanie didn't feel comfortable coming out to her mom. Mm. Um, I think she did at the end after they'd broken up. Yeah. But um, that was like another cause of tension because they'd agreed to do it together. But Stephanie backed out. Yeah. Which, you know, she's entitled to do that. It's it's a big decision, but it was still another big wedge between them. Yeah. Especially after Erica had done it and it was a huge deal for her. But her family was so supportive. Yeah. Well, we love Erica. Yeah. She was my favorite. She seemed cool. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Next, we got Yolanda and Williams. Oh, yep. Yep. This was very lightly featured. It was like barely there because it was genuinely a catfishing situation. Because there's not a lot you can film. No. With she's this. like, I love Williams. Yeah. And this guy doesn't exist. No. There's really nothing else to it. I don't want to linger on this. No. We all know that you just watch catfish if you want to see were just, this kind of thing. Every little bit just it was so obvious he didn't exist. Yeah. Like yeah. There's this yeah, he was like giving her he was saying like come to Manchester from you know, yeah. she's uh in oh, I can't remember where in the States. Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Oh Vegas again. Okay. Yeah. And he was in Manchester, England and he just didn't know he which said, airport. But then he said fly to the London airport. There's six <laughs> airports in London. Fly to the London airport. Yeah. It was okay. it was so obvious and the pictures he sent her were just very clearly model photos. And she was so yeah, hooked. like curtain and yeah, that that was very upsetting. It though. was. I mean, yeah. watching like an older mother, like you know, falling for someone that didn't exist. And already, just so she's a widow as well. It. Oh, she was. Yeah. Oh man, so, I forgot. And her daughter, her poor daughter, is like, yeah. "Mom, this is not real. Yeah. This guy is not real." That was rough, but I don't yeah. really know. Like, oh God, yeah, like yeah. what else to say just, about it? To be honest. Yeah, that was that was sad. <laughs> that was really sad. Avery and Ash. Another Australian oh. situation. How All right, so we've yeah, got. Yeah, you, I would describe these as the. <laughs> uh, she's from the northwest, isn't she, of the states? I think so. She's yeah. gorgeous. So she's Pacific Northwest. Um, specific Instagram northwest. specific Northwest. <laughs> Instagram cannabis cook meets Ooh. Australian motivational speaker. Kokai's relationship speaker. Yeah. 
I say motivational speaker with air quotes. You know, wink, 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 yeah. wink, motivational. Um, wink, wink, But yeah. All his clients are women and are seeking relationship advice. And he has some pretty shady advice. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the rough. Oh, yeah. That was a rough. He's just, from the beginning, he came across as way too intense. Yeah, he seems nice, but he has coke eyes. Yeah, his eyes... I don't know. I don't know if I saw him blink. Yeah, he doesn't blink. She's absolutely gorgeous. They both have kids, so yeah. that part of their relationship is trying to like figure out if the kid is going to move from Australia to the US. Yeah. He kind of said, "Yeah, my my ex-wife is fine with it." Turns yeah. out she absolutely wasn't okay no. with her child being taken away from her. So like, yeah, red flag if he's going to lie about that. Yeah. That's just weird. Yeah. So it all seemed, you know, fine at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um I think the first major cracks appeared once she came along to one of his seminars cuz her issue was I'm worried that he's flirting with women that he's yeah. um giving this advice to. I'm worried that he has inappropriate relationships because isn't he like a therapist as well? I don't or know a, if he's a trained a therapist, but he's like a life coach relationship Some, guru Yeah, guy. he has clients. He's he basically has, surrounded by female clients. Yeah, he has female clients. So she's thinking, oh, I don't love that. So mm. she's, I'm going to come along to a seminar. Which Turns is reasonable. Out she has nothing to worry about. He gives <laughs> the most misogynistic, yeah. ill-informed, you know, speech to these women who are just, they, these women have their mouths open, they're giggling, they're like, wait, what? I paid $80 for this. If you, if you look at your grandmother, grandfather, the men knew what they had to do. They went out, they worked, they, bring them, they brought them money. The women went home. They were, they were quite happy. They were cooking. They were looking after the kids. So do you think it's what we should be doing now to balance no, up? I'm not saying that right now. Okay. But for a woman, you naturally are not masculine. You're not masculine. You're feminine. It's troubling listening to him talking about masculine and feminine energy and how black and white relationships are. Yeah, that... that <laughs> I mean... I don't know what I was expecting his class to be like, but it was oh a lot God. worse than I thought I it could be. I was so embarrassed for her. Like that—that yeah. that is like the equivalent. Like I'm scared to go see your stand-up in case in case oh, you, know, you a, say something like what he says, I then am. I'll just have to walk out. <laughs> if you just start spouting shit about women that you don't understand, I'm gonna have to rewrite some of my material. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that equivalent of just yeah. like, oh my God, I would have to leave. I would get up and leave. And she oh, yeah. sat through it. Oh my God, just humiliating. I felt like I bet like the other girls in the room, if they had any inkling that she was in a relationship with this yeah. guy, she would have been eaten alive. Or at least taken away for a few wines and said, don't go the fuck back to him. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so that's kind of, that didn't work out. That, no. That was a weird kind no. of tense breakup situation. Well, she tried to talk to him about his class and he was having none of so it. So defensive. So defensive. Yeah. and like, But like problematically like deflecting and yeah. just really like, and then, oh yeah, and then blinking. That's when he started blinking. That's it. That yeah. was it. Blink, 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 defensive blink. blinks. Oh yeah, scary blinks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he wasn't um, he wasn't having her sort of no. talking about his seminars. He no. was like, nope. They broke up. Can't really remember what the catalyst was. I think it was probably something around that. That plus the kid thing. The kid thing. Yeah. yeah. Not good. No. Not good. No. So that's Avery and Ash. The big kind of other drama of the season. There's two left guys. We're almost <sighs> there. Joffrey and Varya. Ah, yeah. 
So Jeffrey, Joffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Joffrey, Joffrey. Um, so they uh, met uh, for the first time in in Russia. Yeah, yeah. Very like very attractive couple. Mm-hmm. He is seemingly more keen for this to work than she is at first. Yeah. She's being acceptably slow about it, which I get. Well, yeah, and I think she well, she comes from a bit more of a that traditional Russian background as well as they went into when they went to meet her family. So, so I think so. Yeah, they they're having kind of like a really uncertain relationship. Yeah. She takes him to meet her mother, and yeah. he's like, she's like, you can't meet my mom empty-handed. Yeah. So he, like, has the driver stop on the highway and picks up, like, we- weeds, like, flowery weeds. <laughs> like wild weeds. flowers. Yeah, but, like, not wild flowers. No. Like, it was, like, highway, from like... From the side of the highway. From the side of the highway. Like, yeah. bunch of thistles and... Oh, it was just awful. Yeah. And she, he shows up with that for Tied her. Tied them with a Band-Aid kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he used was, condom yeah. just to tie it all together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... um he ended up sort of admitting to her and to the family that he'd had a previous felony. Yeah, he was a drug dealer when he was younger. Yeah, but he's moved past it. Yeah. He does seem like a really good guy now, yeah. and he's seen the error of her ways. So his ways. Sh- oh my god, his <laughs> ways. She had nothing wrong. No. But um, he should have told her way sooner. Totally. I don't think not trusting him was the issue. It was like about the fact yeah. that he could still have, you know felony issues it was more just the fact that she didn't he didn't yeah. say it straight away which i think was the problem well yeah the the, the mum doesn't approve of this she's very concerned about it because they've seen firsthand what drug addiction has done in their hometown in russia yeah and they're quite so they feel quite strongly about this understandably so it's a it's a tense time yeah so I think that has their relationship take a few steps back. Yeah. Throughout this whole thing, Jeffrey's friend Mary back in the US yeah. is saying, I really hope, you know, I, I want you to be happy. But if this fails, I'll be here for yeah. you. Like she's in love with him. Yeah. And it's so sweet. And we're like, oh, my God, please, please go back yeah. to the US and marry Mary. Because it's it was just a really sweet phone call yeah. moment. And we were all like, ooh. And so Mary's sweet. lovely. And she's Mary's lovely. She loves US. him. She's I'm here. I'm ready for you. Knows about his past. Knows about his past, accepts him fully. She's like, you didn't need to go to Russia to find a woman. I was right here in front of you the whole time. (laughs) Classic. Yeah. He ends up, so Jeffrey ends up proposing to Varia. Yeah. And she says, not yet. Yeah. Which isn't a rejection. It's a not yet. And he takes it as, fine, we're done. Yeah. Was back. it at the airport as well? No, it was. It was. Uh, they like went into some walk in the woods. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I remember him being quite upset at the airport afterwards when he was leaving. Yeah, sort of angry. Yeah, he yeah. he was like, if that that's it, you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna accept my proposal. We're done. Yeah. Like that was the end of the relationship yeah. for him. I don't think she quite got that. No, but for him, he was done, yeah. and he went back to Tennessee. Yeah. And started dating Mary. Woo! Woo! Yay! Happy ending? No. No, 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 no. He and Mary are happily, you know, starting a relationship together. Guess who decides to jump on a plane and accept his proposal after all? Yeah. Fly to Tennessee without telling him. Without telling him. Turn up on his doorstep. Don't do that. Don't do that. No. No, Do not fly to another country. Don't even drive. Don't even drive. Don't even Uber. Just just tell people when, when you're, you're coming. Yeah, when you're coming. Even over. your friends. Because you're just looking to get hurt. You're yeah. gonna. You're looking to walk in on someone in a full bear suit, watching weird erotic bestiality. Which is exactly what happened. Yeah. No, that's not what happened. Sorry, that was, that was a weird. Um, I, I don't know what happened there in my brain. Um, but yeah, no, you just 
you got to tell people. Yeah. She didn't. She showed up. Hey! Hi! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I came here for you. That's a surprise. What's going on? Oh, my. Well, who are you? Who am I? Why? Why is she here? I did not know she was coming. I had no idea. You're the one who was in the well. I'm you not the here. I yes, you my are. heart, and that's why I'm here. Are you kidding me right now? Jeffrey, what's going on? I'm not I'm, talking to you. Hold on a second. Don't. I don't talk don't to you. Yell at me. Don't Let, yell at me. Oh, my God. So full cat fight. Yeah. But he has her kind of come out with all of them. Yeah. On a night out. So Mary and Varya are all out at a bar together. Varya's being really bitchy to Mary. Mary yep. doesn't take it lying down. She's like, no, you know. So who do we hate? Jeffrey. What the fuck? And Varya. Yeah, but less so. Yeah, low well, yeah, but it's still like, God, just yeah. tell people just fucking tell send people. a text. Yeah. Pick I'm up the phone. See, yeah, for God's sake, send a letter. Yeah. It, it was just... The um, whole thing was messy, and I feel the most sorry for Mary. For Mary, who, up in all of this. who disappears. Yeah, and deserved none of that. Deserved none of that. She totally disappears. We don't... I don't think at any point we get any idea of what no. happened. If no. they, You know, she just sort of vanishes from the show, and then they um, get engaged. Yeah, great. Yeah. Wonderful. Go off and be twats together. Yeah, gross. Yeah. So that's Joffrey and Varia. Very troubling. Okay, we are at the final couple, which obviously got us into this to begin with. <laughs> yeah, we started watching this after seeing memes of this couple. Yeah, everyone knows yeah. about this couple. Yep. This is Big Ed and Rosemary. Yep. <laughs> Old mayonnaise hair. <laughs> so... God. <laughs> Yeah, do you want to talk about, describe him and the mayonnaise? Yeah, so Big Ed is a very short, very wide man. Um, he's, look, he's an odd-looking person. Yeah, he's a tortoise. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's no he's, neck. No neck. Four foot something. Yeah, he's a little, very wide gentleman. Yes, and his jobs are interior design and glamour model photography. Jesus. Um, which is quite something. One of the first things I noticed about him was his greasy slick back. Like, it is some interesting hair. Yeah, so when you have no neck and then long black hair, yeah. it's not a look. But he, yeah, he has a well, special... I was, yeah, <laughs> special I was wondering, how do you get it so greasy? He washes his hair with full-fat mayonnaise from the jar. Does a hair mask with mayonnaise. Since I met Rose, I I want to look young for her. So I have been dyeing my hair, and it irritates my scalp. So I found out that mayonnaise makes it smoother and less dry. How must he smell? He is in a relationship with a girl six years younger, or no, six years older than his youngest daughter. Yeah. So Rosemary is from the Philippines. The Philippines. Yeah. Rosemary is we we love Rosemary. Yeah. We're on Rosemary's side. Yeah. We want Rosemary to succeed in life. Yeah. This poor fucking girl. Yeah. Oh my god. So Ed went to the Philippines with already problematic um, reasons. He's saying I just you know girls in the states are just too promiscuous and too out there and I want something more traditional in the Philippines you know Catholic country the, the girls are just much more conservative which is right for me or something along those lines so it's, it didn't start off well it pretty much started off with him you know her saying yeah you're a lot shorter than you 
said you were. Yeah, he lied about his height. Um, he just basically for the next week or so, can, like, goes through the list of everything not to say to a woman. Yeah. He starts this by asking her to take an STD test. Yep. So there's a test that you can take. It's a test for, um, for, um, I don't know if you understand, it's um, STD, which is, um, I think it's a blood test. And they just test to see if you have, um, like, sexually transmitted disease. Which she flat out, you know, that first argument, she's like, you've you've embarrassed me. And yeah. he's just like, no, like, it's fine. Like, you know, I just need to know to trust you. And it's no, like, he didn't offer to take one himself. No, of course not. Yeah. You know, mayonnaise won't let anything yeah. get, get through those people. It's antibacterial mayonnaise. <laughs> um. So, yeah, there's the STD test. Yep. He takes her for, like, a romantic night in a hotel, buys yep. her pajamas because she doesn't own pajamas, yep. and tells her to shave her legs. Yeah. Last night when I noticed that your legs were kind of like mine. <laughs> they were hairy. What? Yeah. So, I'll make you a deal. If you shave your legs, I'll shave my beard. Why? They shave my legs. Leg hair, it just seems kind of less feminine for a woman. So, it, yeah, I don't, I don't like leg hair. It's gross. Because this rotund, mayonnaised turtle <laughs> can't handle a young, beautiful woman in her 20s with unshaved legs. Oh, my God. I mean, God forbid. Yeah. Her legs are hairy. So he does the creepiest leg shaving session for her. He tries to make it romantic. And I mean, watching this. Can leg shaving be romantic? No, it's no. so weird and intimate in this not cute way i cannot imagine i would never ask you to shave my (laughs) legs i would never shave you i mean maybe i'd shave your legs it'd be funny yeah let's do that (laughs) post podcast thing yeah um yeah but like no there's nothing romantic about it no actively changing someone's like appearance and grooming them it's just gross it's even i think it's weird when a mother would do that to their daughter there's nothing okay about that yeah so he does this creepy romantic gesture for her. He also, I mean, he's just going through, I mean, they end up going to her home village. Yeah. He's just cannot handle how... Which is, I mean, <laughs> Philippines is is a developing country and this is a pretty poor village. Yeah, he can't handle the state of it. So he he's wants... He's sweating everywhere. He's so sweaty, so much mayonnaise sweats yeah. and he can't handle being there has to like shower with her father yeah there's like a rat and he's like what's that and she goes i think it's a mouth oh my god rose what is that i think a mouse that's a mouse or a rat i I think so (laughs) and and it's a bucket shower as happens in that part of the world where there's a big barrel of water and they're bucketing each other yeah that was one of the funniest things watching him (laughs) washed with a bucket so she's there to be with her family be with her son he's like no we're gonna go away so he takes her away from her family yeah to some five-star island resort yeah he ends up at some point telling her she has bad breath your breath isn't pretty. He goes, your breath isn't pretty, he which is funny because we've been we've been using that for we each, say that other. To each other. Yeah. When we have morning breath yeah. now, we're just like or evening breath and yeah, <laughs> just like I love you, Josh, but your breath isn't pretty. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, listen, it happens. Oh yeah, but yeah, it's it's fun to say now. Yeah, but yeah, so I think that was the last straw for her. 
um, of being insulted. Well, like there's one more. Yeah, there's, there's one the, more hit to come. The big hit, like the sort of. But this, she's just hit. furious. She says, "You, I am done with yeah. you humiliating me. I have bad breath because I have an ulcer. I'm yeah. aware of Stomach it. Ulcer. I'm not. You know, she's like, she's not just some like stupid young girl. She knows hey, you must be from third world country. Mustn't have toothpaste. Yeah, fuck third, off. Yeah, it's like so insulting. Yeah. Everything he says is insulting. Yeah, and she's just like, no, like you can't talk to me like this. Yeah. He has just so many, the, the amount of just uncomfortable moments with yeah. her. My favorite is when he's like, <laughs> what did he say? I love you, my queen. <laughs> Good night, my queen. Yeah, it's just some weird shit like that to her. Uh, they're in like the resort and she's like, it's a nice view. And he's like, you're my favorite view. <laughs> Ooh. Yep. So good. Yep, yep, yep. The final straw for them the, is the, when... Sort of the real blow. Yeah, well, the apex of their relationship yeah. really was that she wants to have children. She wants to have more kids and give her son siblings. And she's told him this the whole time. And he's been like, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. He's planning on getting a vasectomy. Yep. So that's it. They, yeah. She's like, fuck you. Fuck this. And fuck the mayonnaise you, fuck you wrote in on. <laughs> it, like, enough. Yeah. And so they broke up. They continue to sort of shame each other on social media. Yeah. We are so on her side. Went off at each other at the reunion. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 couldn't funny. we couldn't finish the reunion. To be no. honest, we were just like we yeah like we get it. <laughs> They're all terrible. Yeah, but yeah, those yeah. are the eight couples. Oh my god! If Watch you ha- the whole season. Absolutely, Please. even from season one yeah. to season four. I a hundred percent recommend 90 day fiance but 90 day fiance before the 90 days a bit more drama yeah so i'd watch 90 day fiance when you're hungover yeah 90 day fiance before the 90 days when you want some real trash when you're drinking with your (laughs) with your kroshka oh god (laughs) i don't ever want to talk about a kroshka again which also for the research they used coke in some of the soup coca-cola not the yeah yeah so it turns out it's supposed to be made with not instead of sour cream and water which is what we were so we, we were like, this can't be right. It's supposed to be sour cream and kavir, which is a brewed bread soft drink. But they also sometimes use Coke. Coca-Cola. And I know, I don't, I don't talk about it anymore. Pepsi. I can't. I'm so upset. I've got some for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Enough. So for 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 Days specifically, what do mm. you rate that out This of is time? a 10. A 10. This is my favorite show. So we are... On level with Below Deck yeah. now. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm curious because we've you've yet to review Below Deck Mediterranean. Maybe that'll take the lead. Could do. So we'll Could have do. to see because I know that that is kind of one you watch the most. Yeah. But I agree. It is 100%. Yeah, it's just The most brilliant. entertaining thing that we've watched and the most conversation yeah. stirring, <laughs> if that's a thing. And how would you rate Okroshka? Negative three. Negative three. How would you rate Banana Tree? Deliveroo. Yeah, solid five. Yeah. It Banana got, it, it got us through. Banana tree is fine. It was fine. Malaysian laksa soup is good, though. It was. It was pretty good. It was fine. Compared to a kroshka. Anything compared to a kroshka would be just <laughs> perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> okroshka. Okroshka. 
So I've got a lot of redeeming to do next week mm-hmm. in the kitchen, um, and I promise I will. You're being very hard on yourself. This was <sighs> not your cooking. This was just a fucking appalling recipe. Yeah. Well, in which case, I've got a lot of re- redeeming to do for you, listener, because the recipe <laughs> you're getting this week, you should not make. Yeah, don't do make, make it. it. It'll be entertaining to listen to. Print out the recipe, then throw it in the bin and order in. <laughs> Shred it. Yeah. Shred <laughs> it and throw it away. Yeah. Get rid oh, of it. Oh, man. Yeah. Ah. Oh. So, if I've, you'd like to see photos of how awful the Akroshka is, yeah, I filmed this whole situation, yeah. so it's going to be on our Instagram yeah. at Gourmet Garbage Podcast. So please follow us, yeah, for more updates and you Definitely. know, cute pictures of Josh's hairy chest. Yes, I'll also <laughs> put some of the highlights on the Twitter at GG the Podcast, and please email us at hello at gourmetgarbagethepodcast.com. And at that website, gourmetgarbagethepodcast.com, you can find everywhere you can listen to us as well as all the recipes. If you really, really want to just no, don't make it, don't make it, just don't do it, guys. Don't do it's it, it's so bad, it's the worst thing. But we need more recipes. We yeah. need more reality shows to review. Yeah, and more more lockdown love stories. Yeah, we just want to read some fun stories yeah. out as well as get some recommendations. Please. What I'd say is there is a lot of US shows in here. Yeah. I'm torn with what British shows to review because in a way it's harder to review British reality shows without being just cruel. There's so much harsher. Yeah, they are. There's so much So harsher. I'm stuck and I could use an email with some advice on what to do with the British shows. Because <laughs> I'm, t- I'm just stuck. Yeah. But yeah, we have some really good stuff coming up now. You know, yeah. really fun stuff on the schedule. And actually, if you've got any recipes for a delicious cold soup... Yeah. I just I want to make a cold soup that's good. Oh yeah! Oh, there's so there's, many like a good gazpacho. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's yeah. so many good recipes yeah. out there. So we'll read send them in. Send them in. Yeah, and we got we'll have more veggie stuff coming up as well because yeah. I know we've got vegetarian listeners. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. That's it for this week. We we won't take a break next week. Thanks for putting up with our hiatus. Things are things are complicated over here. <laughs> you know, it's so warm. We were just too sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the reason. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll be back next week. So stay tuned every Wednesday. Please. Eleven a.m. London time. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Gourmet. Garbage.